You're listening to None of the Origin Story, the kind of movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues. It is always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chipman. It started one week ago. Pogues and I said we should pick a movie. A funny, bad movie. That would be a lark, we thought. We just watched some stupid film and goof on it. Man, I was such a fool then. Here I am, a man, having just watched 30 Days of Dark colon darker day nights 30 days of night of days of darkness in the daytime night oh oh pokes uh do we start recording already oh yeah i I was just letting you oh i'm sorry so i i you know i i just had i just come from the doctor's office apparently i've come down with um Something they call CDOS, which is apparently a short for uh compulsive dark origin sharing um so it's i frequently just like in the middle of conversations like like kind of zone out into the middle distance uh it usually starts raining you know outside the window when i do it and then um i'll just start reliving a dark origin so if that happens during the podcast i i I do apologize okay well i guess we'll just wait and see if it happens my doctor says it's contagious and Uh i don't like that a pastiche of a noir that is ultimately unfulfilling and a failure for the genre all right well that's that just sort of the like thing. A weird way. That's to... just so, this is just something I'm going through right now. So we'll just try and uh, make the best of the episode, though, if you don't mind. Anyway, Pogues, we watched uh, Thirty Days of. This can't be right. Hold on, my notes must be wrong. I have here Thirty Days of Night: Colon Dark Days. That can't be a title. It's too stupid. Uh, yeah, it's what. Little did we know that possibly the least <laughs> stupid part of the movie would be the really fucking terrible. Uh, is it the? Is it the longest movie title that they've ever made? <laughs> it feels it's like that, it. Yeah, it feels like it might be up there, like... Other yeah. than the sequel to, you know, to... Other than that one sequel... Marvel's the, Avengers Age of Ultra. That's pretty long. Or uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button 2, colon, Even Curiouser. That one is most certainly longer, I think. <laughs> that's a good movie, by the way. Avatar he, 2, colon, he, We're Back to the Water... Planet. In that one, in that one, Dan Pitt, uh, it's, it's not it's Dan Pitt, not Brad Pitt. They couldn't get him for this one. But he he ages in normal direction this time, so that is curious. <laughs> it's pretty curious. I, you know what? I am curious. I, I want to watch this one. <laughs> so that sounds pretty good. Nah, it sounds way better than the rest of the movies. Yeah, in fact, this joke movie I just made up is better than anything we're about to talk about. Oh yeah, this was this was one of those times where you're like this will probably be great guys like we'll be able to have some real fun laughs you know come out to the coast watch 30 days of night dark days <laughs> now i know what now i know what a tv dinner feels like <laughs> you know what i mean um but uh yeah this was rough um it, it's insane pokes and i both had the same realization i think when we started watching this movie which is that as soon as it went into the cold open, right when the movie's runtime was under 10 seconds, we both went, Google, end of 30 days of night. <laughs> what happened to the last one? The only you thing act- I remember is how it ends, <laughs> but I could not tell you anything else about it. It's kind of insane, because like I know it's a sequel to another movie, but like when Die Hard 2 starts, he doesn't like 
uh, it doesn't start with him like walking away from the set of Die Hard One. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's like we're it's the guy that you probably saw in pop culture somewhere, and he's doing a different thing now, similar to the first one. Like sequels don't necessarily always have to pick up exactly where the other one ended, completely like alienating everyone that didn't just watch the first movie the uh, like earlier this evening. <laughs> yeah, well, like so I remember the end of the first movie. I didn't. Uh, yeah, is what's his name? Uh, Josh Hartnett, who's in the first one, it My becomes boy Josh Hartthrob he, he, Hartnett. Yeah, he lets himself become a vampire so he can fight the vampires. He like rips one of their heads off. Remember, he becomes like a super vampire. Yeah, he like drinks been in a, blood. He's, he's only been a vampire for like three and a half minutes, but he kills yeah, yeah. like this ancient vampire who's there, and then he goes up because he knows he can't fight it for much longer. So he sits up there and waits for the sun to rise, and it kills him. And that's how the movie ends. Uh, yeah, this he... movie. This movie starts where that movie ends, but it does something very interesting, which is replaces everyone from the original. <laughs> They, they apparently couldn't pay to use Josh Hartnett's likeness by reshowing the end of the previous movie. So it's just, they cut out his likeness, and it's a different woman. Because, like, as it was happening, I was like, I don't remember this woman being this obnoxious in the first one. And I looked it up, and it's not the same actress. Which is, to me, like, that it's seems insane. like not a great sign. <laughs> when you know it's... you couldn't get back one of the people, you know the movie's not any good. Yeah, it's it's really a disaster. And like the first movie was sort of a cavalcade of of recognizable faces for anyone who's enjoyed media in the last like twenty years. There's like um, Ben Foster, um, someone that you would know if you watched uh, the oh fuck uh, the the motorcycle TV show people like often on FX. Um, uh, fuck, I don't remember. Um, Mark Mark Boone Jr. is like a major player in that. Hold on, uh, fuck. Never mind. Justified? I, can't, I, I, uh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't think of it for some reason. Um, but it's, it, it's kind of a who's who's of like interesting actor, of course, Josh Hartnett. Um, this one has no one. It has, um, that guy who was in Lost and is now in From. Oh, H- Harold Pirineu. Yeah, and he's uh, in the movie for 13 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, he's in like a he's in a bunch of stuff. He's in he like twenty checked out of later. This movie Matrix Reloaded. faster yeah. than I did. <laughs> this guy he appears, he delivers like three lines and then dies. It was like he was. Yeah. I feel like he got the script and was like, uh, "I'll play the guy who dies really fast." And he dies gruesomely too. Yeah, it's not great. It's definitely this movie came out in two thousand ten, which I think I think that the people who made this um, thought that they could get away with like. Uh, or, or they thought audiences wanted to see like really, really gory gore, you know? Because this is like uh, the Saw franchise. I think was somewhere in the middle of it. I'm sure. Like, uh, what's the other uh, 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 Saw franchise? Probably having its like fourth movie at this point, or <laughs> seventh movie. But I'm sure. I'm sure that like they just thought that like people want to see like gory gore, right? But it's like so weird because. A lot of the actual like vampire attacks are not that gory, and this one human death is re- or or just turned vampire death is really violent. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like violent. she crushes his head with a cinder block or what they call in England a breeze block. Uh, That's not is, true. Yeah, that is what they call those in England. That's uh, no. <laughs> are you double checking me? No, I just don't understand why they have to do everything different. It is 
probably one of the weirdest things I've ever heard of, but that is what they call, like, any sort of, yeah, what yeah. we call a cinder block. And it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, just just call it a cinder block. Just call them sprinkles. Don't call them hundreds and thousands. That's stupid. Stop doing that. <laughs> just call them guns, not, what is it, Rudy Tootie Point and Shooties? Oh, fucking English. Not... Anyway, um, but this movie, yeah, we, we we start with a brand new actress playing the actress from the other movie. <laughs> yeah, which and, confused me for quite a while because, like, while I like the first fifteen minutes, I don't even think I paid attention to what was going on because I just kept thinking in my head, you know, I don't think that's her. <laughs> the first fifteen minutes almost had me because they had a pretty interesting little premise going on, which is that no one believes that the vampires exist because of the Illuminati vampire presence whatever but and this doesn't make total sense but her doing like the ultra light ultraviolet light like surprise mm -hmm. ambush at the uh the talk i'm like oh that's interesting like she got everyone around and she knew that the vampires would follow her so she set off this trap and killed them in front of people like you know inevitably spreading this idea that vampires exist um that was interesting i obviously had questions like what talk is this, and how did pe how did people hear about this? Like, why are people here? There's so <laughs> many people there. It's like a TED talk. It's a, it's a it's a full auditorium, and I guess maybe she's the survivor of a famous accident. So people, yeah, because perhaps... if you recall, uh, if I Curious? recall white right, what happens is uh, after the vampires have like massacred the, massacred the town, and this may be the comic I'm thinking of, uh, but. Um, he uh they like there's like an oil pipeline that runs through the town yeah, and they, they blow destroy it because yeah. they want to burn the city down so it looks like an accident because like the ancient vampires show up and they're like you fucking morons like how are you going to explain that an entire town is just dead and there's like blood everywhere <laughs> like you stupid idiots so yeah i guess like it could be like she's there to be uh you know yeah, maybe she. If they had established a little more, like she wrote a book about her survival, and she people were coming out to see her talk or something, it was a little odd. But I loved the premise because it worked. Um, it was also dumb <laughs> in another way, though, because as soon as like the two vampires are exposed and start to like burn in the sunlight, um, they're obviously vampires. <laughs> yeah, when like, they when they cut to them, I was like, well, it's definitely these guys that look like they're extras in the Matrix. They're both wearing, like, leather jackets and sunglasses. The, like, crowd, the crowd is just a bunch of, like, university students and, like... It looks like, like if like, you went to a movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's went just to a bunch see, like, of normal an ordinary people. movie, just, like, a bunch of people in, like, sweatshirts and jeans, and then there's these people... Two guys are... in full leather trench coat, leather pants, strapped, like, harness vests, and, like, and like Matrix sunglasses, and I'm like, yeah, obviously those are the vampires. Like, I wish there would have been a cut earlier where she was like saying vampires exist they're probably here now and they just cut to one normal person looking like side-eyeing <laughs> the person in the trench coat or like you know? it would have been better as if like he looked over at that like the guy who's clearly the vampire and the guy's and the vampire was just like she's crazy you know like just <laughs> yeah. with their mouth full of like monster teeth have you seen that um the key and peel sketch where they're uh, politicians like 
announcing different groups that support him. Like, oh, you know, veterans, and they cut to a veteran, and like the elderly, and they cut to an elderly. It goes the gay community, and they cut to key uh, uh, <laughs> to Jordan Peele, who just shakes his head like, no, not me. And they just keep <laughs> cutting back to him. That was the vibe I got whenever they cut to the crowd and exposed an obvious vampire well before the lights came on. <laughs> yeah, when the lights came on, I was like, well, I feel like I know which two guys are gonna burst. No, not flames. me. <laughs> not me though. The guy Definitely who has like the motor the. What I also thought was funny was like she's like I've put lamps in the ceiling which mirror like which have sunlight, and the vampires are like nah. I'm like wow these guys didn't even try to like get up you know what I mean like it would have been funny it would have been great for like oh boy I got pee yeah the guy was like God <laughs> or like phone a, call. or like I gotta yeah, go <laughs> answer a phone that didn't ring yeah. oh what's that my my uh, mice having a baby I best I best go <laughs> gotta before you like, real quick. Before any lamps get turned on, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it's 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 fantastic. Um, that that op- but that opener was interesting. You know, I didn't expect that. Yeah, it was um, better than like most everything else that was in the rest of the movie. Yeah, you know, it really set me up for what I thought was going to be something pretty good because there are definitely um, like movies with sort of a vampire Illuminati style. The Blade movies always talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I like, was going to say, this movie felt like the third Blade movie where they had just given up. Uh, but this definitely felt like they were going for Blade. And I was like, oh, this will be sort of interesting. Like, the you know, taking 30 Days of Night, which is basically like all about humans trying to survive by like hiding and not really having a chance to defend themselves to being like, oh, now we're the ones hunting you. I was like, that's kind of interesting. And boy, they didn't deliver on that premise. <laughs> no, no. You, you, you'd think that they, they had something built up here with, like... Because there is no, like, Illuminati secret society to discover. They live in, like, dank sewer tunnels. Um, and have, like, like a crappy, like, steamship. They don't really seem to have... Like, they have no... Like, in the Blade movies, they have, like, a fucking temple. And they run, like, partly... They partly run corporate America. You know what I mean? Like, the Blade movies established this huge deal. And there's other ones, like, I think it's called Slayers, maybe? Where they, like, they have, like, um, they, they're they now in, like, control of society, you know? Yeah. Like, there's been lots of movies that have done versions of this. So I thought we were in for that. But they were so under budget that even though, like, the FBI is apparently involved <laughs> with vampire cover-up. Yeah, this was, like, the most confusing part of the entire they live thing. In, they live in fucking sewer tunnels, and they all they have is a bunch of, like, uh, like, goth kids, like, running the show. <laughs> like, it just doesn't seem like there's really any kind of infrastructure here. Yeah, it was, it was wild. Also, to put a cap around the whole, like, I'm gonna expose vampires with my TED Talk thing, why not a camera, you know? Yeah. Why not bring a couple of news crews? It's, it's 2008. Like, throw a camera on screen. Say you're going to tell your exclusive story about about Barrow, Alaska, and, like, what you saw. Like, the, the news crews will show up. They'll show up. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was a Take theory. a secret video. It's 2008. Release it on the internet, you know? You can beat out, um... I don't know, what was viral in 2008? The Numa Numa guy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think Numa... I don't know if they could have beaten Numa Numa. I'm not gonna lie to you. The internet was a different place back then. So eventually the movie int- introduces us to a vampire who's part of the Resistance named Dane. Um, Dane did Cook? You th- Played by Dane Cook. Did you think he was part of the first movie? Because I, I certainly Googled that, being like... Because she seemed like almost like... How 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 are you like this or whatever? And I thought, oh, is this the guy from the movie? The fr- no. 
yeah, I'll be honest. His inclusion in the film was like again another idea where you're like, oh, this could nope, never gonna explain how he doesn't turn into a vampire. That's just sort of secondary. It was very yeah. When they first introduced him and she has that reaction, I was like, oh, she recognizes him from Barrow or whatever the name of that town no. was, and then it just is... turns out no, not at all, not at all. And, and it's established here, I guess, that he sustained a. Okay, first of all, this is a good. This is a great time to talk about it. How the fuck do the vampires work? Is this covered in thirty days of night? Like, is it I just? Think... Uh, is it zombie style? Because I think, it's, in, I think it's like old school vampires, where if they bite you and don't kill you, the, you come back as a vampire. That's it? Because I, it's I weird. Think, I don't know. The rules are always sketchy on vampires, because sometimes they just, like, attack you and, and like, bite you and drink your blood and kill you or hurt you and maim you. And you're just a victim. And then sometimes they, like, give you some of their blood in the process of feeding on you, and the result is you become a vampire? It's not clear. In this one, it's very clear, because that one guy gets bitten in a hallway, and he's a vampire within seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seems like, in this world, these vampire killers would become vampires so accidentally. Because they, in one of these scenes where they go into a fight, they said, here's a, here's a sword. Like, you don't want that. You, you cut someone with a sword, blood goes everywhere, baby. Like, yeah. you don't want that. <laughs> That's very bad. Well, there's also, like, the. it felt like, didn't it feel like a couple of times they were setting something up and then literally nothing happened? Like, they set up early where they go into that first, like, uh, vampire burrow and they're going to find him and he cuts his hand. And then they never really, like, address it again. And it's oh, like, yeah, you thought, was, oh, was, that, like, they're oh, going to that blood. Him. They yeah. never explained whether that actually happened, so it just feels like that seed is in there for no reason. Like, they were just like, this movie could use ten more minutes. <laughs> it was very, it was, well, like, well, there was, a, like, that, the, why they never used the lights really again, except for the torture that one guy, I thought that was weird. It, it's so upsetting that you decided to make a vampire hunting movie in a world where three Blade movies exist, and you learn nothing from them. Like, there's so much, like, Blade is like, I understand that you can't make, like, ultraviolet bullets you know i understand that you're yeah. limited on your on your skill set but you can just get some fucking lamps my dude and some yeah. batteries it's not that hard to like hook a lamp hard. up to a actually i think you could probably just put a uv bulb into a regular lamp and it would work and I mean, fun... it wouldn't work for super long but enough to do what you needed to it's like and also the fun thing about blade other than Wesley Snipes is fantastic, apparently difficult to work with, and delivers lines like, some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. But beyond that, like, the cool thing about Blade is that when he gets into fights, sometimes he's throwing, like, light grenades. Sometimes he's yeah. using... Or actually, many times he's using his swords. Yeah, and which like, looks sweet. And his, like... And his, like, like, like solar bullets. Like, there's just, like, so much cool stuff going on. And these guys are like, hey, what if we did a vampire hunting movie and four fucking losers with bad characterization just had some, like, Uzis and a shotgun? Like, and vampires just die from being shot enough. <laughs> like, yeah. It, 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 was just... also, it was also confusing. Oh! Sometimes bullets killed them, and then sometimes it didn't. And I was like, what are they? Because they're like... They shot the one guy in the head, and he just died. But I was like, wouldn't his head need to explode for it to kill him? You know what I mean? Like, just getting shot in the head wouldn't... It is uh... the idea that, like... Yeah, like, when I was about, like, 30 minutes into this, uh, I was, like, I was ready to turn this off. And uh, I, I, I thought to myself, uh, 
you know, just the other day, I thought to myself, you know, I don't want to watch this movie anymore. I, I'd rather go get a sandwich. So I went for a walk. You know, it's one of those days where everything just seemed to feel right. You know, <laughs> sounds so dumb looking back because when I got up to that sandwich counter, folks, turned mm-hmm. out that I was one stamp short of a free cookie. That's life for you. But I, 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 I just, I just think. <laughs> that they didn't really have anything planned out for after this like cool like light scene at the beginning like because after that he's like yeah this, hey, we're, hey, yeah. We're, hey we're vampire hunters and we're gonna vampire hunt that's the rest of the script the script just goes dot 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 and then you turn the page and the guy's like yeah i haven't written anything else yet <laughs> what was crazy too is it seemed like they're they're playing like we hunted van- we hunt vampires we've gone down to their burrows before it's like what's the plan we have an uzi it's like all right but what's the plan I said we have an Uzi. We just run in and just keep firing, and they for some reason die sometime. <laughs> like it didn't even make sense how they could have ever been successful before. No. You know what I mean? Like there's no way. And it's not. It's not like any of them seem to have military training. Like it's established that they all just lost family members, and that they were. And as far as we can tell, we're all just people. We know that we know the one woman, the most annoying character to ever grace a fucking film. My God, this woman that they meet, um, <laughs> played by Diora Baird. Uh, uh, I don't recall her name now, but uh, in the movie, but fuck me, she was deeply annoying. Um, oh yeah, the girl who's like trained to be like at first to be like, you're gonna get us killed. You don't know anything, and then whines the rest of the movie. So it was like, wait, which one is she supposed to be? Like the badass who resents this woman, or like you gotta be way more specific here, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She they cannot decide what to do with her. At the beginning, she's like. Tuh. She doesn't look so tough. And then, like, the first time they get into a gun, she's like, bullets! And she goes running off screen. She's like, we have to get out of here. It's, like, deeply frustrating. But, like, yeah, none of them have training. And, like, they're they're breaking into superhuman, like, camps without first monitoring or scoping out, really, the, the, the exterior or tracking any movements or capturing anyone for, for questioning. Like, they just seem to, like, get three guns and go in. Um... With crappy flashlights from Home Depot, <laughs> yeah, and and just get ambushed, and I'm like, this is the plan the whole time. It and it's like at least like at one point I'm like, oh, they've got like shotguns. Those could like blow a person's head off. That's a like that's that would kill a vampire. You know, if their head was just gone. They mostly just aim at people's torsos. <laughs> like they don't. Yeah, yeah. They have no plan. Which would have been fine if the movie decided to pick a direction, like. Are they, like, ludicrous, like, hyper-trained, like, vampire-hunting soldiers? Or, like, are they, like, clumsy civilians that are just trying to make a difference? The movie can't find, a, can't decide between those two, so it just straddles the, uh, the, the line there, and you end up just sort of with these weird, like, I was a farmer's daughter, they killed my parents, and now I pretend like I've got military expertise enough to, like, take on superhumans. Yeah, it was very, like, I don't know, yeah, it was also, like, I don't know. Like you said, the weird part is either they're supposed to be good at it or bad at it. The movie needed to pick one way or the other, and they did not pick either way. <laughs> um, they certainly didn't make one thing they made a call uh, definitively, which was uh, some fucking choices with those outfits that every single vampire had. <laughs> so... If you thought it was just those people in the TED Talk at the beginning, no, 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 no. Every vampire uh, has to dress like 
Uh, oh yeah, a, a '90s mall goth. <laughs> they all dressed like they wanted to be in uh, Underworld, but got cut. Yeah, but like not main character Underworld. Like, no, no, no. Background the person... scene. They all dressed like they were they were in that rave at the start of Blade. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, the one where they walk in and start like throwing stuff in there and blowing people up. Yeah, it was all just like shirtless with like a black leather vest or some fish they look like they should have been um extras in like a what was that band a german band uh fuck rammstein rammstein yeah like a rammstein yeah except for the occasional one who seemed out of place my favorite was in the hallways these dank nosferatu hallways you know underneath la like aqueduct a guy comes running at the like like into the light of the flashlight directly center frame, who's like wearing like a blazer, a skinny tie, and Chuck Taylors. I missed that guy entirely. And I was like, who is this ska mall motherfucker and what is he doing here? He just he 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 ran in uh <laughs> like doing the rude boy dance. <laughs> I was like skanking him, like just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I really gotta find a fucking screenshot I, yeah, of this you need guy. To give me a screenshot. Of someone this who guy. got who, someone who got bit because they walked home from a mighty mighty Boston's concert, and like and, then, and they've just never bought another outfit. <laughs> got bit on their way home from a mighty mighty Boston's concert. I mean, at least that's the impression that I get. Um, but throughout this. In, in entire like fight scene we we see like they, they they brag to this woman that they're so talented they they break into her hotel room and they do like the, the cool like wait till they, they turn the lights on and then we'll say something move which by the way we passed over that but oh, imagine yeah. what that would imagine what that would look like in real life right like there's a person that you need to talk to you need to keep things on the low you know you're kind of an underground group you can't just go like knocking on her door and making it all public so in the dead of night, you sneak into her motel room, and then someone turns lights on, and you're like, "No, no, no, just leave those off." <laughs> yeah, and like you're sitting next to her pile of anti-anxiety pills. Yeah, and <laughs> so, so you know uh, that you you're probably pushing the line. A person who has PTSD. What is what does a crew like that do for like an hour while they sit there and wait? You know, while she like leaves the TED talk and gets arrested. And is you know you know in 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 lockup for a certain amount of time has to wait for the FBI guy to get there like hours pass and then she leaves she's hungry she gets some McDonald's on the way home you know and then she fully parks up at the motel and you know gets some ice from the ice machine and thinks then she about comes how up. she could punch up the ending <laughs> of her TED talk and then she comes in and they're all in there this entire time having like been playing like i don't know travel scrabble while they wait for her and then like as soon as she opens the door oh quick hide under this blanket <laughs> yeah i think it's her i think it's her i think it's her Shh. who's gonna who's gonna say a cool line first who's gonna say a cool line first <laughs> i just can't i just can't picture those moments it is it is like so crazy because they want it to be so cool and then it's not at all and it's i don't know it's the movie was just really bad. <laughs> I guess that's really all there is to it. Well, Pogues, I think you're talking. I think you're you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself. Let's not forget that there is a long sex scene in this movie. Oh my god! Do you want to know my note for that sex scene? Uh, I this said, is great and going on for a correct amount of time. <laughs> I said this is the most upsetting sex I've ever seen any two people have or pretend to have. 
It was Wait. so upsetting. Are you referring to the stand and grunt? <laughs> yes, and then like the to... weird shot of her like grinding on him. I was like, I don't like this at all. This feels like really predatory. It's wildly out of place. You know, it's it's so strange. This scene plus a lot of the like the the dark origin stuff I was talking about earlier all suggest that like the person writing this thought they were putting together some sort of incredible like noir. You know, that's the vibe I get the entire time is that we're we're getting some sort of like awesome dark take on vampire uh, society. And that's really not what this movie this movie does not deserve to like to, to live up to that like genre title. <laughs> it yeah. does not get there. But I mean, not like, in I, the don't, I don't remember us particularly liking 30 Days of Night, the movie. I don't recall either one of us being that into it. Uh, right. This, but like it, that, it, that feels yeah. like fucking the Godfather part one compared to this. <laughs> Which it, would it, be Godfather it, Part Three if I'm using the same analogy. I yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, at least Thirty Days of Night had I- uniqueness to it. You know, it, it it took a direction with the vampires. It made them more feral. It it took place in a unique location that horror movies don't typically take in, other than like The Thing out in like the obscure yes. cold, like Arctic cold. And it had a good premise where it's like we're, we're um we're uh, contextually trapped here because of the weather and like there's a there's a, there's a there's a natural phenomenon that would make vampires able to sort of like have a fucking yeah, party th- the, the 30 days of night which happens yeah. in parts the, of <laughs> yeah the, so it's the, like a the, clever idea the titch of the 30 days of night yeah um but this this does not come with a premise <laughs> other than we're gonna go from scene to scene the, the useless, dry, flat characters are going to die. Uh, and and uh, and that's it. And they don't seem prepared. Like, we mentioned that they have no military capability, it seems like. What baffled me is that they seem to be following vampires, apparently burning down many of their little havens. But none of them speak, like, the vampire language. It's confusing, because the vampires appear to have, like, some sort of, like, Slavic language that only comes up occasionally and the rest of the time they just scream high-pitched at each other yeah and the the guy who is like part vampire can't speak the vampire language which also seems like an odd choice dane no he speaks it at one point does he yeah during the interrogation he speaks it oh I um, know. you can tell how well i was paying attention here guys which is my confusion because like as i understand it he was bit and like got away i guess and then like was able to survive and ultimately, like, you know, became sort of part of the resistance. Yeah, I but, guess he started the resistance is, like, the implication. But again, we never really figure out where he got bitten, who he got bitten by, what his relationship to the vampires is. Like, he's just sort of like, this guy's part vampire. Okay, cool, he runs the resistance. All right, anyways, we're going to go to the shed and try to shoot a bunch of vampires in a sewer. And you're like, oh, he, what, and what's t- his point? <laughs> Dane's deeply untalented. He never actually does anything cool other than kind of stand around and get shot in the eye. Yeah, the only thing he manages to do is get shot through a peephole, which feels like you guys probably Powerful. Should've... And why does he even go look? Who who else is it going to be? Yeah, yeah, is it going to be pizza? Like, you're, you're a group of four. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> it was so weird when he walked up there. I was like, wait, why is he going to look through the door? Also, guys, a one-door safe house? That's not a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, a safe house that empties out to the street. That's a stupid move. <laughs> it's really stupid. Um, 
uh, and I don't know why they like the vampire hunters haven't learned the language. Like, if you're hunting these vampires, like you should have everything unlocked. I mean, just get some Duolingo, my, yeah. my dudes. Like, figure anything. It out. Uh, and then let's talk about too. Like, so here's what are we up to? Like six balls they've dropped. Like the rich, the vampire hunters being either new or good at their jobs. They didn't get either one of those down. Uh, half vampire guy. He's he's about as useful as like a paper plate with a face drawn on it. Uh, <laughs> yep. The and explanation of how the FBI guy is working for the bad guys, but somehow is using like actual government powers to like arrest a person interrogate them in a room and then it, like i never did understand they never really explained how this guy was like misusing his power as an fbi agent and never getting reported uh what exactly was wrong with him they never explained that he's a pretty shit villain but then they get like there's like the big bad which is the most generic like just laziest vampire her name's lilith super original um and what, what was your thought on lilith when you saw her uh she's not impressive uh like the costuming got her something from like h&m to wear like yeah. so it's like it's like not like a cool like it's just gown like a skirt. Or something. yeah it's just like a regular gown so it felt really out of place i couldn't stand that like again when you think about like the blade movies there's these like big temples and things and like vampire corporate headquarters with all kinds of cool glass like walls and stuff their entire society that we see them exist in is one dank sewer, one dank like butcher meat house, and like a single room on a on a on an old ship, where the, I guess the one object in the space is a bathtub. That's it. Yes, where she's like doing the, a blood tub, uh, Elizabeth bathroy sort of like i'll bathe in blood and that keeps me young yeah which doesn't make any sense because they've already set up that the vampires here drink blood so just bathing in it would be like i guess taking a milk bath i guess people do that but it's just sort of a weird thing to vampires are immortal so i don't just just gonna get into a tub full of coca-cola real quick which not only is lazy uh in keeping in line with this villain in her costume but for the big finale where she comes out of the blood tub uh, as, like, a disguise to, like, cut her uh, and cu cut the villain's head off or whatever, um, it's not that a, it's not a surprise because when it's the only fixture in the room... Yes. <laughs> she looks up and she's not there. And I'm like, well, I mean, you really, there's really only there's, one other place she could be. There's one place she could be. Uh, also, I don't think you can get into a bathtub full of blood and not splash a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I also think you can't get into, like, a bathtub full of blood and then you know pop out of it and be fine <laughs> like blood's a, kind of a viscous material yeah. especially after it's been out for a little bit it's not yeah, like it's a real lit like they make it look like it's just kool-aid but healing there yeah, yeah it's ridiculous so gross uh, supposedly the big reveal is that she flies out of this tub and cuts off the leader's head and then they're all like and, and well, doesn't do it in one swipe which i did enjoy yeah but she and also like screams so she's like ah! <laughs> Yeah, it's it, like it's not it's not an empowering moment for anyone and then no. for some reason the vampires let her leave i couldn't figure that out at all yeah i don't know what that is like i like they're gonna make her her the new leader or like what's the plan sorry what are we doing like i don't understand i don't understand what we're doing the only thing i really thought the entire time every time they showed lilith was all i could think was i feel bad for that actress because those prosthetic teeth do not fit her face 
Like, she couldn't close her mouth. Did you notice that? It's, like, hard to look cool when you always look like you're vaguely confused. <laughs> like, every scene, she was, like, had her mouth just slightly ajar because of these stupid fake teeth she had to wear. So she could barely talk, which I think is why all of her dialogue is in another language, because they're probably like, fuck, she can't say any actual word. It was yeah. just, yeah. I mean, and then, like, it's just, the movie wraps up, and you're just like, okay, let's talk about, I mean... I don't know, we've only been talking for like 10 minutes. I, it's hard to say. Um, boy, I, I, do you want to talk about the ending? The, uh, the twist, quote unquote? Yeah. In the third act, in the dead middle, when we're moving at a snail's pace, they decide to take a little, a little off ramp to tell us that the vampires can come back from the dead if you don't destroy the head, more, again, more zombie rules, and you just burn them with sunlight, and you pour blood on them. Which seems like an elaborate loophole that is unnecessary to anything happening in the movie. But they they go through the, the intense effort of showing this to us, just so we can get to the finale, where she goes back to Alaska, re-digs up Josh Hartnett, drags him to a hotel, his rotting corpse into a hotel room, which, by the way... I think that's their house. I think that's her home, I think. Or, or their home. And pours a bunch of her blood over him and then, like, falls asleep and wakes up to him all vampired out in her living, in her bedroom. And then what? It's like a, a hug and then he's like, arr, and bites her. And then, and that's then a guy the who's clearly not Josh Hartnett. Clearly not Josh Hartnett. Didn't even, they didn't even try to find a guy who looked any like even remotely they were just like ted and this it's guy just, is like kind of a puffy face this is and like just, a goatee and this is just john softnet and he's just kind of it's just kind of get in here <laughs> he's gonna do one little scream and he'll go on telling people hey i played a josh hartnett lookalike yes. in a straight to dvd sequel of an otherwise unappreciated horror film it's, it's no surprising they haven't made another 30 Days of Night, because there's like 18 different comic book stories, I believe. Also, I know she missed her husband, but she knows that he's going to be a vampire if this like thing works. What's the plan? I guess she thought um, that like they would he would be okay, because he was kind of okay. I don't know. I don't think she had a plan. I mean, she, she killed a guy. Uh, uh, that the other guy was like, oh, no, you'll be cool. <laughs> Just be a vampire. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. And she she <laughs> smashes his head in with, like, with a, a cinder breeze block. <laughs> with a breeze block. Um, I hate you. And, yeah. and like, that that I just don't understand the logic here. It was just, it was just like, a, a, a cool ender that they thought of in the last days of shooting. Uh, it must be. Um... It was a bad movie, folks. <laughs> yeah, it was not good. The end, like, I could not believe the end where they were, like, trying to set up. I was like, who gives a fuck about, like, uh, and then he comes back and bites her, and I was like, all right. Cool. So, yeah. I, like, am I supposed to have any connection whatsoever to these people? Like, I don't care. It and, like, earlier been... she had, uh, like, made it sound like she was in love with that guy who is it the vampire kind of thing. She's like, I haven't felt anything but anger for a long time, and it's gotten me this far. It's like, oh, God. Everything is so clichely written and so stupid. It would have been f far more fascinating if the the finale suggested that there was going to be like, you know, somehow he was not fully, you know, because he only was a vampire so briefly, you know, before he was exploded into flames. That maybe they were going to 
set up something where he's like like Dane, you know. Um, yeah, that's like, what I thought was gonna happen. Was like, and the two of them would plan. like, the two of them would go hunt vampires together or something. Which I don't know. At least that would have been something to like look at. But instead, it's this like cheesy horror, like dig at, like 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 dodge at the end. It's just utterly embarrassing. It was yeah, it was so dumb. I mean, just fucking dumb. <laughs> but I think that was like the entire movie was just sort of fucking dumb. <laughs> it's the problem. Like, there's yeah. nothing. Uh, there's not even really outside of the uh like the opening which is like you said kind of interesting and you think oh this could be kind of neat and i thought if they did sort of a more like real world take on like vampire hunters instead of like the blade i have a grenade that sets off sunlights uh you know the werewolves in underworld have like uv bullets or like ones that have like silver nitrate in them for the werewolves I was like, it would be cool if they're just like, yeah, here's what we've got. Like, a cross, <laughs> some holy water, a shotgun shell full of sh- garlic and salt or something. Like, I thought it could have been really interesting, but they have zero plan, zero training. The annoying girl goes in like she's dressed for a PTA meeting. Like, doesn't even bother. Like, they're not wearing, like, leather jackets or, like, you know, combat clothes. They're just, like, in their clothes from, like, they were at the Home Depot. And they are like, oh, we got to go hunt vampires when the sun goes down. It was so weird. Just such a waste of time and energy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't want to leave. Uh, I, I don't want to leave people here. You know, in the lurch. This is gonna be a really tough one. There's a lot of suspense here. Um, yeah, I think I think everyone should watch it. Oh wow, that's fascinating. <laughs> no, it was dog no. shit. And no one and no one should address this movie ever again. Oh it, yeah, it was it was deeply upsetting. Well, uh, next week we'll be covering uh, 60 Days of Dark Night, 30 more days of, of night time, uh, which is the, the third movie in the, in the, in the trilogy. Uh, and uh, uh, I can't wait, personally. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. How do I tell Ben that really, deep down inside, I love this movie? <laughs> Would it drive a wedge into our friendship? Could it end the podcast? Oh shit, it is contagious. Oh no!